La la yeah. la la wait till I get my money right. Hey everybody, welcome to episode six of Vibe Checked. Thanks for listening to our episode earlier this week. Um today we have another guest with us on the show. We have um Isaiah Rogers. Yo, what's cooking? Was he... <laughs> what's good, what's good. Not only was he one of my roommates this past year, but he was also the twenty nineteen indoor ACC men's field performer of the year. So yeah, welcome Isaiah. Thank you so much. Glad pleasure to be here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how's your quarantine going? Dude, it's been a roller coaster to start, <laughs> to say the least. Uh true. You know, I've noticed a lot of different things about people that you never would have thought. Um, I got into a lot of different ha- hobbies I never would have thought I'd get into. And uh, okay, yeah, so I'm just trying to keep it vague for the viewers. But <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so, I mean, I guess on the topic of quarantine, how long do you think this is all going to last? Dude, freaking forever. Let me tell you what. We're getting like analysis here and there from different people and like nurses and whatnot. Everybody has a little bit, of t- a tidbit of information that the next person doesn't have, and so like my uh-huh. mom loves just chatting with people. Like she'll be in the store, and just so happens to be like a a, a doctor will be right behind her in Sprouts, like buying groceries, um, mm-hmm. minding her own business, asking him questions, and he's like, "Oh yeah, within the next few weeks, when Georgia opens back up, it's gonna be like twenty four thousand people." either sick or dead or yada yada like super morbid stuff dude so I, I don't know like it's and that's a real doctor saying that you know mm-hmm. like that's morale, wild yeah morale just might be low for them but it's yeah. tough so i mean i guess like our last like you know topic on the quarantine stuff we're gonna switch it up but you were you were sick you remember being sick <laughs> like dude a yeah. few weeks before all this happened dude you think yeah that was rona or what so do you think? so you, if you remember, I had when I got tested for the flu, they said I had both strains. Okay, yeah. remember I just said about my mom being a chatterbox. Um, mm-hmm. She chatted up another doctor or a nurse or some sort, and they said they believe that the next thing that comes out with corona is that the coronavirus might mimic and and uh, and trick people into believing that it's the flu. In huh. in the strains, no, listen, in the in the strains of both A and B, and what did I tell you, Miles? No, I had, I had both A and B, boy. I was cooking with some Rona, boy. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, oh boy, Neil, this dude was dead. Like, I was down bad, brother. Bro. Because I don't know if y'all remember this, but you met at um the Super Bowl party, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so like that was a Monday or Sunday. Isaiah's fine. We're cool and like everyone's eating good food, yeah, chilling. Yeah, yeah. Literally two days later, I didn't have class that morning, but I'm like sitting in my room and I hear Isaiah walking out of his room and he's telling our other roommate, I feel like shit. Yeah. I'm not uh, I'm going to the doctor. He came back thirty minutes later, I have the flu. And we're like, What? Oh no. Dude, I'm I'm patient zero in Blacksburg, baby. <laughs> I, I yeah, no. I brought the swagger and corona straight up to uh you know, hokey house or whatever. Oh, like, like, I thought this man was dead. Like, literally, he was in his room for a week. And you just hear, <coughs> and like, he came, every day he came out of his room, it looked like he had lost more weight. Right. It was crazy. Dang, well, man. what Miles so, doesn't know is that I just set up the room to be a hot box, and I was ooh. practicing my beatboxing. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't sick with anything. It's just a joke, huh? <laughs> God, that's oh. crazy. So, hopefully, if you can get immune to Corona, Isaiah's immune. And maybe I'm immune because he lived right next door. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So but, those antibodies. That'd be size. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, 
for we mentioned it earlier, but you're a thrower at Virginia Tech. You throw. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that, like how you got into throwing, dude? Uh, yeah. So one of the things I I am a big black guy. Let's just start with that, right? So a stereotypical <laughs> big black guy is gonna you know play ball, play football, right, or do some kind of contact right. sport. But uh, one thing that all the viewers know, especially the ladies, is I'm a big softy. So when it comes to hitting people for no apparent reason, that's not my cup of tea. And I found that out at about seven when uh, the coach asked for the next set of Oklahoma drills and he went against this this now NFL backup free safety repeatedly. (laughs) You know, I found out I didn't like football too much. Um, Okay. And so because of that and because my dad – you know, thought I should be on the Jenny Craig Weight Watchers diet or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, I I decided to uh, find another sport, and that sport okay. was track, which is kind of counterintuitive to what I wanted to do: is sit home and not run and not do anything, but just eat chips and play video games. But uh, um, so I went into track, sucked at running, lost every race, was mm-hmm. not a good experience. But then one glorious day, this guy comes up to my dad and he's like, "Hey." That kid's pretty big, and not in a good way. But he looks like he could be pretty strong, you know? Like, why don't you try him in field events? I'm like, field events? What is, what's a field event? He's like, shot, but man. Like, we had no clue. Like, somebody could have, like, uh-huh. yeah, we thought it was, like, some Egyptian hieroglyphics, old school way of dueling. Like, we have no <laughs> clue what it was. Um, and then find out, after my first practice, I'm, you know, of shot put, throwing shot put, with this coach named Coach Kelly. He takes me out there. We do some drills, you know, all the stuff. I'm in love with this stuff, man. Like a, a sport you can really let yourself have at it, give all the aggression, but not have to uh, deal with a coach barking in the ear when you're concussed on the field, you know? Yeah. Um, so I uh, did that, and then I wanted to come back to practice next week. Show up for practice next week. Turns out Coach Kelly, the guy, the only guy that knew how to throw a shot put, had left. His job had transferred him out of the state there was no more coach so the thing wow. I kind of just found fell in love with I was now in jeopardy of losing before I even had it you know yeah, yeah. um and so one amazing thing you know uh that I still kind of take for granted this day is my dad sitting me watching me kick rocks out in the field you know waiting on this coach to show up he decides and takes it upon himself to coach me Wow. Um, yeah. And not only that, my dad is a football guy, right? So his, mm-hmm. his pride and joy is football, wanting me to do well in football, wanting me to do all these things. And I hate it, but my pride and joy is track. And he took the, uh, the, the first initial step and decided that to squash his, his wants and to kind of help me achieve my goals. And he had no clue how to, like, he was learning just as much as I did about throwing shot put on the first day. He has no wow. throw. He's never taken a full throw of shot put or anything in his life. Um, but now, you know, throughout the years of him coaching me, I go from just a random kid to winning state championships to breaking state records to going to high school to winning nationals and all these other things. And now going to a D1, you know, collegiate, uh, having a D1 collegiate scholarship at TCU and now Virginia Tech. Um, that, that can- that can be a good thing sometimes, you know, like starting something with someone who doesn't, you know, oh, absolutely, know more than you. Because like, if someone's already done something, it's hard for them to teach it sometimes, you know. Right. Like, great players never really coach, but that's really that's a good bonding experience. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool thing that your dad oh, learned really all the stuff as you learned it, and y'all kind of developed together and got to like your your goals and everything. That's 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 real yeah. cool. That's great. Right. Right. So, and the thing is about him is like you know how you have that one like you know no racial but that one white kid that goes and plays basketball on the court like he's all fundamentals. Like that's yeah. my dad. Like my dad was throwing mm-hmm. all fundamentals. He has no feeling for the <laughs> shot put or anything. He just knows what's right and wrong. Yeah. And that's what makes me a good guy who has no fundamentals that much more successful. You know, it's a good, yeah. it's a good matchup. So. Yeah. so, so like for the listeners that don't know, you're from Georgia. Is like throwing a big thing in Georgia, or is throwing just something that like it's in small little groups all over the country. Um, it's it's not really a huge thing to be honest. Like like I said, I, I was ten or eight when I first found out. Um about throwing and it wasn't until I was 10 where I really started to take it serious so we had really not not even heard of throwing until that point but once we did and found out that hey you know you can make a living you can go to school you can go to college with this you can really make some good things out of this we're like okay let's invest some time um so it's just one of those things to look into like I bet you it's kind of out of the you know out of the blue, but I bet you there's scholarships for all different types of sports that we don't know about, you know. But you just the more you engross yourself, like if you want to have a badminton scholarship, there's probably a school that'll let you, <laughs> you know, go go play badminton with it, you know. So that's just yeah, one of those that. things you just don't know. Yeah, hundred percent. So true, um, true. kind of transitioning into um, like the the college life and being a student athlete. Um, what's it kind of like just being a student athlete, like balancing school and uh, like your sport? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I would say it keeps me out of trouble for one, because <laughs> <laughs> your boy would be out partying and tearing it up every, every night. If I didn't have, if I didn't have to wake up and know I'm putting 600 plus pounds on my back mm-hmm. and I need Jeez. every, every minute of sleep that night before, like shit hits the fan real quick when you don't, <laughs> you know, when you don't prep for that yeah, stuff. So, so, so like, it keeps me grounded. It keeps me in check and it kind of it kind of keeps me motivated too mm-hmm. because if I want to do the things I want to do in throwing and and enjoying throwing I have to get school done I have to do the things that matter first um okay. so yeah uh but outside of that I mean the clout's pretty cool we're not football clout <laughs> but, but it's something right yeah, definitely um you know so like people college athletes get all this gear what's your favorite piece of gear you've gotten in your collegiate career dude i'm gonna keep it a buck with you virginia tech needs to step up their gear game bro. <laughs> oh, Whoa. yeah brother i like it i love it but the thing is when i was at tcu i used to get two gear bags a year one gear bag with just random stuff like you know the generic athletic gear and then another bag of pure track just goodies and gold dude like all of the <laughs> all of the gold um, all the purple and glitz and glamour that you see and like just in general with the photo shoots and whatnot, we got that mm-hmm. as normal at TC. At Tech, like I'm fighting with my coach over his shirt because I need to practice. I don't have a I don't have a shirt. <laughs> like I need oh, something man. to practice in and he's oh boy he's fighting with me Jeez. on a daily basis. Um, interesting. Interesting. Right. Um you you're talking about, you know, not being able to go out as much as you'd like and practicing did you have to learn that a hard way has there ever been a really bad practice because you went out the night before dude um I can definitely say there's been some times where um like you get to practice and you're like 
holy shit. Like, I'm feeling way too loose. And it's not because I'm just super stretched. Like, I'm just still, I'm still drunk. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just pulling it off well, but my coach hasn't said anything. And I don't know how many, how much longer I can take for these hand cleans make me throw up. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, uh, but it's just one of those things. You, you never, I've never had a, a, an instance where I've just, I've just gone to practice and couldn't operate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of like a I'm kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street guy. Like, pop a few <laughs> pop a few lose and keep it moving. You <laughs> Good know? Lord. <laughs> um, All right. But, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I've ever had an L in practice. You yeah, know. Hey. So. The, well, knock on wood. <laughs> right. Knock on right. Exactly. You. So um, you you were talking about um like the difference between like the kind of gear they give you at BT and uh, TCU. What what's are some of the biggest differences between the between the two colleges? Um, well, I think, I think, well, for one, uh, keep in mind, TCU is only like, is a third of the population of Virginia yeah, Tech. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, 10,000 students to 30 plus thousand students, it's, it makes a big difference in your allotments. Mm-hmm. So obviously not everybody's going to get the same amount of gear and swag and everything. But, um, I mean, we used to get full travel bags, like full TCU. Like I have a, a, a purple duffel bag that I keep around, like all of our gear. When I left, they didn't ask for any gear back. Like at at Virginia Tech, like ours is like a Lend-Lease program where you sweat and you got stank booty (laughs) for all these pants and shorts and stuff. And then they still want them back. Like it's kind of creepy, you know, but at the same, at the same time, like I guess there's their stuff. Um, Are they going to get it back for me? Uh, Tune in (laughs) next week to find out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Would you say the, would you say the classes at VT? Are harder, harder or easier than TCU? Um, I would say harder. Oh, I would cool. say harder because, like I said, TCU is ten thousand students. So, I I told I talked to uh, one of my classmates in my advanced psych class and told him like, where at VT you go to a general psych right psych one hundred and one, they got like two hundred and fifty people in there. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous! Like when I went to T- when I went to TCU to take my general psych class, you know how many people were in there? 30. How many? 30. Damn. Jeez. Yep. Yep. Like, like, it's a professional, like, uh, senior level class, 30 students for a general psych class. You can't beat that. When I took all my general course classes, I didn't have a class over 40 at TCU. Wow. Um, so, so, like, when, so it was easier because, for one, you were able to be more personal with your students. Like, you knew everybody in the class. And then, two, you got to be more personal with the uh, professors. Like, I still got professors from TCU. I still email and whatnot. Like, we're actually Oh, for friends. real? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So, um, not knocking on tech. Like, it's cool. But it's it's like one of those things where you don't appreciate it if you don't know about mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Fair, Fair, enough. Fair enough. Um. So, you know, Texas and Virginia, completely different places. What's, like, the weirdest thing that you'd only see in Texas? <laughs> um. I guess, uh, let me think about it, because I feel like Virginia likes copying a lot of Texas swag. Huh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot, of, a, lot of te- a lot of Virginia natives mad at me after this one, but, um, <laughs> but I feel like we both got cowboy hats, right? Yeah. We both got cowboy boots to an extent. Um, I think one of the things that, that you won't find in Virginia that you'll find in Texas is, like, uh, upholstered hole, like 
uh, rhinestone and upholstered holsters, holsters for pistols. <laughs> That's a thing. Jeez. Like you, if you know, if you don't got the holster and the spur combination down packed on your boot setup, like you're not a real Texan, you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, so people in Texas walk around with just pistols on their hips too. I mean, it depends on where you go. <laughs> but for, <laughs> but when I went to like one of the one of my places that I went to. Um, a few times in Fort Worth um, is Billy Bob's, and Billy Bob's is the world's largest honky tonk. Now, just imagine imagine a Sam's Club, and then imagine okay. a half of a Costco attached to the Sam's Club. Okay. And imagine it gutted out, so there's no walls or anything, and there's just a huge ass bar and a huge ass dance <laughs> in a in a little gift shop. That's it. Dang. That's crazy, actually. It's, 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 it is bananas. Hmm. Um, and people go in there, and, and you learn how to line dance. I never learned how to line dance. I learned how to waltz, though, if that makes a difference. Shout out Texas for teaching Isaiah <laughs> how to waltz. Very necessary school. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Do you, um, did you come, when you came to Virginia, do you think people from Virginia have an accent or no? Because you're not uh, from Virginia. I think you got... Okay, so keep in mind, I came from Georgia. So Georgia, sure. if you're if you're a real Georgian, if you say mountain like Mountain Dew, like you can't not roll that last little bit the ooh for like four mm-hmm. seconds. So, <laughs> um, so so yeah, I mean like Georgia's accent super thick. Texas accent is like, it's like, I'm trying to think. It's like the um, Seagrams version of ginger ale but still a little <laughs> bit it's still a little bit oh, man. you know like it's it's a little bit classier than georgia but not so much that you don't taste ginger ale at the end of the day <laughs> that's yeah. a good analogy you know what i'm saying like that's that's yeah. the best way i can picture it. virginia i don't really know if i'm drinking ginger ale or, or cream soda or what like it, huh. you know like it kind of sounds a little southern but at the same time like you got a lot of people from new jersey so like you know, like it just kind of the balance of it all. It it makes a makes a weird dialect. Okay. Okay. To me, to me, that's just my personal opinion. We'll take that. We'll take that. No problem. Uh, I guess this is our last question. I think I can say what, see what you're gonna say because you seems like your team, Texas. Which school has the better food? Oh, Virginia Tech, without a doubt. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my lord! Yeah. Oh my lord! Okay, that's one thing that TCU sucked at. We had we call what was the blue, the blue Lupton Auditorium, whatever it's called. That place, dog crap. Let me tell you, that. <laughs> like they would have they would have food, and it was it, you could tell like some some poor mother was slaving away in the back of that cafeteria, trying to make these enchiladas the best oh, she man. could. But uh-huh. when you got to make when you got to make two thousand yeah. of them, like you get tired <laughs> after a while. You know what I'm saying? And you can yeah. tell. You could tell whether you get the first enchilada or that that nine, you know, not one hundred and ninety nine or whatever it was. You know, like you could tell, you could tell she got tired after a while because especially if that, uh, especially if the sauce is not inside the actual enchilada anymore, it's like it's like kind of like just slathered on the mm-hmm. side, so you're just kind of eating a, a queso tortilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just sounds yeah. gross. It is not the move. That's one of the <laughs> reasons why I lost like thirty pounds my freshman year, man. That shit was so nasty. I'm thirty pounds, I, dude. I was. I could fit. I could go. I could walk into um, Old Navy and just pick out a pair of jeans and walk out. Like that. Never, never in my life could I do that. <laughs> Dang. 
That's like, crazy. It's just insane. Like I lost so much weight, man. I was I was walking into like wherever I wanted to. American mm. Eagle. American Eagle. Let me cop that. What's your uh, favorite VT dining uh, hall? Um. Uh, you can't go wrong with Turner's. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know, that's, it's a it's it's Hannah Montana style, best of both worlds. <laughs> that um, that's yeah. Um, but I think um, Western End is is a classic pick, and it's I'm not sure because it's good, dude. It's because we live you live right around the corner from it. Yeah, we lived in West AJ. You know, Neil lived in West AJ yeah. too. Actually, <laughs> really? uh, seventh floor last okay. year. Yeah. Right, so you know, like when you're lazy, mm-hmm. when it's when it's seven o'clock. Oh, that's one other thing I meant to mention with you guys. Virginians don't like to eat, do they? Like it gets to seven o'clock, and we're like, ah, oh, I don't really feel like eating anymore. Like at <laughs> Texas, bro, Texas things will be staying open until one o'clock, my brother. <laughs> that's like, funny. Like the uh, the blue, that was one thing the blue had going on. The blue would would stay open until it would stay open until eleven. And then it would close for an hour, and then it would open up at Dang. once. That's wild. The only place doing that is DX. Yeah, mm, yep. And the DX is the high is highway robbery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the ultimate walk of shame when you're just eating carbs after a after a <laughs> after a sad night. <laughs> that is yeah. very true. It was really like that. Yeah. Uh. You don't even know how the night started. Nevertheless, you know how it's going to end though with them, with them <laughs> DX fries on your chest. Yeah, I, you know, for real, that's crazy. So uh, switching it up a little bit, back to like track. Do you ever see yourself like becoming a throwing coach? Uh no, I don't want to coach at all. <laughs> okay. Why? Um, because I know how hard I, how hard headed I am. No. Okay. You know, and like. If I had to look, if I had to go to practice and see my ridiculous self every day, not doing the things I'm saying over and over and over and over and over and over again, hell no, I ain't doing that. Okay, <laughs> okay. fair enough, fair enough. Right. Um, but what I will say is, uh, I have a big dream of helping kids, kind of like in developmental athletes, mm-hmm. kind of find that next level, that next gear. That's why I'm studying to become a sports psychologist. Um. Just kind of, I have a big passion for helping kids um, and adults, I guess, understand, you know, the, the peaks and troughs of, of athletics and anything outside of athletics, you know, because actors go through all this stuff too. Doctors go through all this stuff too. It's all, you, yeah. it's all the same, the same mental processes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So kind of helping them get through it. That's what, that's yeah, where that's my awesome, passion man. lies. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, outside of throwing, um, what else do you like to do? Like, just some kind of hobbies and stuff. Right. So, um, lately, I've been getting into oh, painting. Cool. Nice. Oh, okay. Bob, oh, Bob right. Straight up on the really? Do you watch? Do you watch his videos, or how do you? Yeah, do bro. It? Like, I, I'll I'll spend a good like four hours, um, you know, just kind of getting new techniques. I learned okay. this one technique where I can take my stick figures. And I bend his back leg and his front leg, and it makes it look like he's running. Huh. Okay. I'm, you, with you. I don't, I'm uh, not painting, bro. I'm not, he's like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just joking with you. No, I, I'm not. I, I ain't getting pain. But I will say, um, big thing that kind of piqued my interest when everything was kind of hitting the fan here. Um, uh, people buying guns. Oh dude. man, <clears throat> guns kind of. I know. 
But like, listen. So I was like, why are people so infatuated with yeah. protecting themselves with guns and whatnot? Because because in Georgia it's kind of an open, you know, open carry mm-hmm. all that stuff kind mm-hmm. of state. Um, so I started researching it and whatnot, and then I went into a gun store and I made friends with some of the gun store owners. <laughs> so just Did you kind buy of like learning about, yeah, I mean like learning about guns and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean great experience. Like oh, cool. it's really cool. And the funniest part is, is like all these guys. You walk into a gun store, and you're like, "This guy is. I'm gonna blink <laughs> wrong, and this guy's gonna smoke me." Like, you know. And it's not the case. Like these guys, like, play Twitch. They play video games. Just normal Joe Schmoes. Now they will unload on you if you, you know, <laughs> if you make a yeah uh, a risky move. But, um, but you know, it's it's just an interesting another world that yeah, that's you cool. really think about okay. is the the gun world. Yeah. I know you're uh, you're into fishing too. Have you been able to uh, fish during Dude, quarantine? I've got. I literally have done everything except catch a fish. Really? I mean, okay, so I haven't really gone fishing, so I guess that kind of makes it kind of hard if I don't go to the water. But um, <laughs> but I, I've gotten all the bait. I've gotten all the lures. I just gotta find a place to fish, dude. And if it's y'all funny, are listening I'm... in Georgia. Help <laughs> Isaiah find a place to fish. I know. I need it, brother. <laughs> Oh I man. Need. Okay, so so you're not a painter, you're kind of like a gun historian now and a right. struggling fisher. That's sounds like a good right. quarantine to me. Sounds like a dad right. almost, but like hey, man, we don't, don't judge. <laughs> I'm too young for that. Don't waste that me. Um have you Bro, been watching any Oh go ahead. I was gonna ask you, okay. I don't know about you guys. But one of the things I've noticed in quarantine, I, you know I would have never thought of it. How much people get a little freaky when they aren't able to see you in person? Let me let me spit, let me spit for a second. Okay, I was my minding my own business. I'm in a Zoom class, minding my own business. I got my camera on, obviously, you know. And and if I got my camera on, I'm gonna wear something that's like appropriate. Like I'm gonna put on. I'm not just gonna go in my pajamas. Like I'm gonna actually put on some clothes and stuff. So I guess I kind of look good, bro. Literally the last five minutes of class, I get two different, two different private <laughs> Zoom, Zoom chats. Hey, huh. hey, no, listen, bro. The ultimate sliding method. Look, if y'all are still in a Zoom class, I know you got finals coming up. But if you're still in a Zoom class, or if we start Zoom classes next semester because we don't know when we're going back, slide into people's DMs, the Zoom M's. <laughs> okay, slide into Zoom, bro. And you're you're because look. People are bored of their mind. When they hear that slide, bro, you just like, hey, I think you're really cool. Or, or you know, you lead in with a, hey, Corona hasn't taken you out. Can I? Like, oh, you goodness. know, like something something a little subtle. You slide in, bro. But so, so you're doing been, good out here. The ladies are I haven't been doing the – I mean, I guess so. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't been doing the sliding, though. That's the crazy part. You know, That's... like I just kind of – I'm just minding my own business. But I guess, like – People gets people stir crazy and in, in, in the good way, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's bold because I heard teachers can see the messages you send during their right. Zoom call. Well, right. not if it's private. <laughs> I guess. Well, the more you know, dress right for sure. Zoom class, and you might get a girl out of so it. So shoot. So if you're trying to shoot a shot and you got a person in your class, or you're not in the class, you just find the code, get in the class, and then, you know, because they don't remember. Like oh yeah, I think I, I think I met him in 
uh, in my in my class in my you know introductory <laughs> to cooking class. No, I wasn't there. You gotta, I'm you just trying to slide. <laughs> how how weird is it gonna be? It's gonna be fall. We're gonna be at a party. We're gonna see a girl. Hey, uh, <laughs> talk on Zoom. Like over, <laughs> over in the spring, that's just gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Well, I see. It starts with a class Zoom, and then you get the private Zoom. <laughs> and that's the next level. Oh, when you're using man. VT's database to kind of, you know, share some unmentionables. Goodness. It's next level. It's next level. Y'all heard it here first. Um, are you watching any uh, shows on Netflix right now? Bro, I haven't really been watching shows, but I can tell you, I've been kind of, I've been kind of getting in my zone Ooh, on uh, yes, sir. God, man. Yes, sir. On yeah, bro. Okay. You're a war zone guy? Yeah, uh, yeah, bro. Okay, look. And y'all gonna shake your heads and, and say, oh, he sucks. I have not gotten a win yet. Oh, boy. Because I've been going with randoms. Okay, look. Let me defend myself. I've been going with randoms, right? And that, your boy been getting 12, 15, oh. 16 kills in a game. Jeez. But then, but then, listen. You get to the last little bit, and you're dumb. Two-kill rando night. uh... <laughs> nine-year-old partner decides oh, to yes run day. after an enemy because he sees it on the mini map <laughs> and then y'all get smothered mm. that's wild mm. right so wow because neil and i we play a lot and i neil can speak on hey, this, man. I suck. hey is the value is there. <laughs> he, there's a lot of potential there's only up to go from here but um his contribution as long as he makes it out of the gulag like that's all i can ask for that's all i can ask for <laughs> yeah, like Neil be out here carrying our teams, bro. And like we've won like two or three times, I think. But like, it is fun. Like Warzone, I never get into games like those. But it's yeah, for real. Sure. You got to run with us sometimes, eh? Like, oh, for fun. sure, Miles. But the real question is, Miles, are you a gulag master, bro? <laughs> Hell no. Literally You're not, bro. bro. Oh, dude, she can't literally. be a weak link and not a gulag master. Come literally, on, all right. No, no, but look. What's like, if I get out of the gulag, yeah. it's like a guaranteed victory. <laughs> if I don't get out of the gulag, they're going to be like saving me their whole game. I think like one game, I think they bought me back. What did I do? I crashed. <laughs> I didn't pull my parachutes in enough. Yeah. So like, that's the kind of player I am. It just really depends on what oh, kind of day yeah. it is. We, we can always count on Miles but, uh, to sweep him up, though. Like, he's a, he's yeah, always my- taking him everyone out, like. Like post fight, if like people are trying to self revive, like Miles is your guy. Like he's taking them out. Ain't nobody self reviving. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Okay. okay. The closer. So I, the closer. The closer. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Did you listen to uh, Drake's new album? Bro, I haven't. Honestly, and I kind of, I'm kind of like disappointed in myself. Um. But I have been kind of revisiting. I know it's kind of old right now. But Eternal Take, Uzi, okay. I've been revisiting, dude, because I hated it at the beginning. Let me let me let me be honest. I thought it was like unmastered. I thought he was just bored. I thought like he's like, let me just drop something real quick, and then you kind of start listening to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and maybe maybe it was just because I had nothing else to listen to, and I'm just kind of stuck at home, like <laughs> bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, like yeah, I started listening to it more. Oh, I'm I'm hit. I'm it kind of slaps. You know, yeah. just, I just, just think with, with albums like that, when people spice it, like I'm not saying Uzi fans are annoying, but you know, <sighs> the people that yeah. come out of the woodwork and won't mm-hmm. shut up about certain certain artists, Uzi's one of those artists. He has those, those kind of fans. <laughs> My brother's one of those fans. So like, 
that's what turned me up from the album at first. But I mean, it's it's solid. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, um, what are your thoughts on? Uh, We're gonna move over to fast food. So, if you had to choose, this this is this is is important. This is important. Me and Miles stand by one of these, and I already know which one we're gonna choose. (laughs) Do we need to get my friends on here? Because your friends are all right. So, Taco Bell or Chipotle? Oh, what? Oh, absolutely oh. Taco Bell, brother. Whoa, whoa. Oh, absolutely Taco yes, Bell. No. Yes, this is crazy. Yes, bro. Okay, okay, look. What look, the... at the end of the day, look, look, listen, listen, listen. At the end of the day, <laughs> your stomach's going to hurt. We already know this. Uh, you're you're going you're gonna to regret whatever $9, $8, $10 purchase you make, you're going to be hurting yep, both mm-hmm. in your wallet and in your stomach at the end of the day. But if I'm going to be hurting... I at least want some highly modified, oh my gosh. Uh, genetically reproduced, uh, yes, artificially colored, um, you know, like all these different things, queso this in my, my gut my from top of no. and a beef and a yes, beef sir. quesarito that costs two dollars. Like, like let's be honest, insane. Let's be honest. Like, it does not get better than that. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is. I'm hype. I'm hype right now. That's <laughs> That's wild. I'm a huge Taco Bell stand. That was an upset. Clutch yeah. it. Bro, Clutch and then another thing. All the one, time. one, yeah, because one of the things that um that Chipotle doesn't have, Chipotle doesn't Ooh, have those oh, uh, cinnamon oh. balls. Those things be hitting oh, the oh, You know what I'm talking about? Can't go talk about them now, Those things they <laughs> they inject them things with heroin They're and so crack good. cocaine. <laughs> They're That's so good, wild. Dude. This is the tiebreaker we need. Or tie we need. Now we're tied with you know, <laughs> one-one. All our guests. So whoever's <laughs> next on the show, choose wisely. But that's crazy. Taco Bell. Okay, listen right. with it. So now we have some uh, some speed round questions for you. So the first one, if you if you could get lunch with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Oh man. Oh, probably Kobe, bro. Not because I'm a hype beast. Look, listen. Not because I'm a hype beast and because I actually like it. Like, I don't think he was – he's kind of overhyped as a player, I think. That's just my personal Before he take. passed away, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I you know what I'm saying? Like, like, because people were on him when he passed away, right? And he was good. He was really good, one of the greatest. But the reason why I want to talk to him is because he defined a work ethic that nobody has ever – Mm-hmm. come to know before like he like when you say mama mentality like people think of a lot of different things but mainly just a determination yeah. of just yeah. winning you know um and to and to be that person that's true that's a good one that's true you know right if not him then um mm-hmm. the rock i think the rock would be pretty cool his, his story is really tough Right, his story is really tough. His birthday just passed. We we're like yeah, yesterday, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, we pretty much have the same birthdays. Um, Taurus and, gang, right? Taurus gang. Um, and I don't know who else. Um, let me let me think of another person. If I think of another person, I'll, I'll mention it. Um, so I'm kind of on the topic of um, basketball. So who are we found? Michael Jordan or LeBron? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think, okay, let me start by saying 
people are judging these guys because they're living by care. I, you'll never hear me argue one side or the other because these guys are freaks, okay? Like, if I was if I was 6'7", I don't even know how heavy LeBron is. But 6'7", God knows how heavy. <laughs> like, I would be dominating too, you know? <laughs> um, but if we... You know, if you want to, if you want to compare the two, I think um, that that uh, Michael Jordan would mm-hmm. take LeBron in a one-on-one, just based on versatility mm-hmm. and consistency. You know, like shooting, not necessarily just off like defense, yeah. but shooting. Um, so, okay. in that sense, I think that's important. So, if you want, if you want it based on that, I think, I think Jordan. Um, Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a big I'm a big trendsetter kind of guy. Like okay. one of my favorite one of I would argue you with you to death yeah. that Allen Iverson is one of the greatest players ever. I, I would, yes. Top like, five, no, top I'm, not, I'm not talking about no, I'm not talking about no top ten. I'm talking about top three, top two, top one. I'm not, Ooh, that's interesting. Know, yeah. <laughs> I argue it. with my coach about that sometimes. We'll take it. Well, yeah, I agree. Iverson had a cultural impact on the game. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, oh, all right. Um, for the next question, we got: um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Would Australia, be brother. Why? Australia. Um, dude, Australia. Okay, for one, like I can live like Crush. <laughs> oh, yeah. the turtle like, of Finding Nemo. Nemo. Oh, oh okay. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and then uh, Ooh, another thing, yeah. I can get that accent. And and you know, uh, so my I told Miles this I think. So if any ladies are out there listening, <laughs> and you and you want to have a future with me, there's a there's an ultimatum. My firstborn Ooh. son has to be named Wallaby. <laughs> Wallaby. Wallaby Rogers. Let me. Okay, yeah, you're gonna sit there and say, "What the f is he talking about?" All right, my last name's Rogers, right? His nickname would be Wally. Okay. All so right. Wally Rogers, and um, and so and he would ha- yeah he would have to be yoked yeah he would have to defend his own probably have to learn how to do you know Krav Maga karate all that stuff to defend himself, but imagine imagine hearing about a Wallaby Rogers running down the field running down the forty yard line the thirty there goes Wallaby Rogers like like that that's ice like a football player you know Wallabies. especially if you live in Australia like he has the accent. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, it grows on you. Just think about it. <laughs> Wallaby Rogers. That's kind of a cold name. Isaiah's making girlfriend applications in the uh, Zoom chat. So if you like the Zoom name chat. Wallaby Rogers, just give him a Zoom message. Right. Um. All right. And then last question. Would you rather spend a year in a submarine or a year in space? Oh, space. Absolutely. My man is confident. <laughs> <laughs> I love stars, dude. Okay. I'm a sucker for some stars. So you'll be good with the astronaut food and like floating for a year, dude. I'll, I'll be, I'll get the corona <laughs> again if I can, if I can go get some stars. Okay. okay. That's. I don't know. I, I but, would do it. Mm, those are both too extreme for me. Like submarine, I would tweak. Like you that's think? Crazy. underwater yeah, for that long. Submarine is kind of kind of wild, bro. And it's like you can't go save somebody if the submarine crashes. I mean, you can't just like float back up. It's not like a boat. <laughs> like, you are deep down there. But uh, 
That's the good cool. thing with the astronaut, like if you like roller coasters, like that's your cup of tea, man. If you're gonna crash, that's <laughs> gonna be the, the joyride of your life. I I just don't think I can like get a grip on like leaving Earth. Like you're yeah, up that's crazy, in the atmosphere man. and you're looking down at Earth. That's something else to me. But it seems like you, you're ready for it. Right. Well, you better. I mean, you can grab a little, a little dash of that grade A Vanyan, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that that'll set you at ease. Goodness. Well, um, do you have any shout outs you want to make? Um, I yeah, I guess so. Uh, I know Kirby's probably listening to this. So shout out Our to Kirby. Yeah, Kirby and Carrot. <laughs> That's his name in the streets. So yeah. if you hear of a Kirby, a Carrington Kirby, his name is actually <laughs> Kirbington Carrot. <laughs> All right. That's your uh, shout out. I'll shout out Taj. Bro. Taj is my roommate. Shout right. Out Taj. Taj. Yeah. Taj got, oh, one uh, one other thing. Taj got his uh, Aunt Carol stuff that he's trying to do with, he's trying to sell a sauce um, that was little feeded. So if you're in, interested in getting some sauce, that's probably the place to go. Uh, a little shout out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Isaiah. Stay healthy. Oh, yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right, bye. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to uh, episode six of Vibe Check. Hopefully, y'all give it a listen. Excuse me. Was you 